0: Welcome, everybody, to the Cult of Dave Podcast Network. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback
1: are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer.
2: Movie. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet.
3: Uh, Alex's dick is the shit. <laughs>
1: it's
2: big and
3: black and hard to carry. <laughs> It is dick. Wait, are we rolling? Oh shit! <laughs> wow, something good for you, Alex's Dick reporting. <laughs>
1: and, right. <laughs> Could have said it better myself, Alex's Dick.
3: Flaming butthole!
1: <laughs> something good for ya.
0: Welcome guys to this week's episode of the Something Good For You podcast Where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you each and every single week And I'm one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff And across from me, as always, is the radio man, the bassist extraordinaire, James Capel Nun, the Captain
1: Nun. Oh man, I feel like I should be cutting a promo right now Yeah,
0: the rock and roll machine is here, I don't know (laughs) All those wrestling things you've been watching Yeah <laughs> now nah, we're feeling good today. We're feeling good today because we have a awesome special guest with us. Uh, we've been hanging out for the past little while. We're all good and warmed up and ready oh, for yeah. this show. Got the juices flowing. Got the juices flowing. That's right. We uh back Stretching for technically. Voice out. Uh-huh. Back for technically his second appearance, but really yeah. his yeah. first <laughs> real show. <laughs> Trey Spears, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. How's it going, you guys?
1: Trey's headlining now. How about that? Yeah. Oh, look at
0: man, you. Look at you've, that. You've, you've you've crawled on up from yeah. the grave. Yeah. That's in right. That yard. I think it's uh, that boulevard, boulevard. <laughs> that's right how,
1: how
3: long has it been let's see that tommy's pub gig was back in november
1: yeah a couple months ago yeah now.
3: yeah so uh hi i'm glad, <laughs> had, glad to be back man it's so awesome thank you so much for having me dude of course and uh i've you know we have got somebody else. Yeah, we've got secret producers over yeah, here that we'll get somebody out else every here so often. But yeah, man. We always have the secret producer no, he, once an episode. He's to come in Why aren't soon? you researching? Get back yeah. to work. <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna have him very soon, but you yes. don't get you don't get to know who you he don't is get yet. him yet. Yeah, you
0: don't <laughs> get him yet. <laughs> As always, the show is brought to us by Hate Energy, the energy drink that the fill-ins over here man. have been cooking up for a little over a year now. Mm. Uh, high in B twelve and B six and won't give you a crash. It's right there. Like you Cap's can't
1: see it, but I'm holding it up.
0: Yeah, Cap's actually holding up it up.
1: I'm yeah. sounding more professional yeah. now.
0: <laughs> Man. Yeah, I need, to, I need to do this. And uh, right over there on the side of that can, you have a little hashtag there that says what do you hate? And that's what we like asking the people that are coming into our world of the Something Good For You podcast. So Trey,
4: mm-hmm.
0: what do you hate? I hate V8 juice. V8? Really? Dude, I-, I hate no,
3: it. No, 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 here's, here's the thing about it. The, the regular tomato V8 juice, I can understand. Right. stand. But lately I've found that the VH Splash
0: that's just glorified okay. grape yeah. juice,
3: dude. No, they've got so many different flavors now. They got strawberry banana, okay, and it's got some like carrots and other stuff in it. I don't know. It's pretty good, but right. dude, straight tomato is just terrible. It's it's nasty. Dude, the
0: straight tomato is good. You put a little bit of salt on top of that. It's what? Great. That's, Hot that's, sourdough. Sourdough. that's good. a sin. Nope.
2: Dang. So many flavors, but only names two of them. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so many grape flavors, that's, but only names two. So, yeah. your
0: your argument really is, and hold well, up here, pomegranate well, blueberry. That was another one, and it okay, was fantastic. Okay, but I can get a pomegranate blueberry drink anyway. Okay, Why do well, I have to get what? it from V8? Ernie
3: Ball Strings, then. Uh, fuck Sorry. you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie Ball Strings, we are bringing this back. We are bringing it back. <laughs> right, we're bringing Jets, it back to because Ernie Ball. Jerky. I, yep. <laughs> flavor of V8. Um, for anybody who's out there, use Daddario, not Ernie Ball.
0: <laughs> what, what, seriously, what did hey. you grape with Ernie Ball? All right.
3: This is the reason that I do not like Ernie Ball. My mom used to work at a screen printing place. Right. Um, right outside of Concord called Artifacts, And uh, there was a music store there and it's the only music store that she would ever go to mm-hmm. on the way home. She'd always get me guitar strings when I would break mine. Oh, okay. okay.
0: So they sold them by like she, the single she, strings or? No, like no, no. She packs? would get
3: full packs. Okay, okay. But she never asked me what kind I wanted.
0: Well, how old she were you? Never,
3: I was like fucking
0: eight, nine. Okay, you don't so have I, an opinion. Okay, yes, but dude, <laughs> let me fucking finish. This is,
3: I'm telling you. All right, listen. She would always bring me regular Slinkies, mm-hmm. Tins. Every time I would go to put them on, my dumb ass at 9, 10 years old would always break the high E string. Right. And I've always had a grudge against Ernie Ball since. And this is the reason why. Now mm-hmm. I work in a music store. Right. And I'll go to string up.
0: I was going to say, if you're going to talk quiet, you got to make sure you're on that microphone. Oh, and I and I will, oh, yeah, <laughs> I
3: will. I will go to string up. With some Ernie balls, yeah, and I will break every single high E string, <laughs> and I I restring about five to ten guitars at least a day. Okay, no
0: problem. Are you doing standard E tuning? Yeah, I
3: it do not like, like Ernie. You Ball. just need a
0: crash course on how to tune a guitar, then, brother. Yeah. I don't like Ernie Ball. I hate him. I was just saying it
1: sounded like that was your fault more than Ernie Ball's fault. It sounds
0: like you are holding a grudge for an issue you had when you were 10 yeah. over a company that a lot of professional guitarists use. To be to be completely He's hon- like, fuck the industry
3: no, standard me. No, to be completely honest with you, I actually use a uh, I use Ernie Ball hybrid slinkies. I'd actually like the hybrid slinkies. Word. I've just been fronting this whole time to piss <gasps> you off and get under your skin. No, seriously, honest to God, I have actually. Well, you are forgiven. I actually, I actually have nothing against Ernie Ball strings, but it is true. My mom used to always bring me regular slinkies, and uh-huh. I would always break the high E strings. Right. And every time that I would use them, I found they were a lot more prone to rust and break a lot more than when she would bring me to Dario. When, okay. I, when I asked her to bring me something different, she brought me a packet of Dario 10s. Mm-hmm. And Scott, I knew he worked at Coleman Music. Ha! Plug, shout yeah. out. Yeah. Good job. Um, Good <laughs> job. Um, Nailed. It. And I've always used the Dario since. I don't know. So like, I guess it's kind of the, that's the one I use, and so all others are wrong. <laughs> and so like, yeah, you living by by the the d- d- is it D'Addario? D The Dario. The Dario. The Dario life. No, I'm just. I'm just Hashtag kidding. the Dario. Honestly, nice man. I don't care, dude. You use whatever strings Double you D. want. There's a lot. There's actually a lot of good strings out there, like GHS. Some people make fun of those guys, and they Fuck make really GHS. All right, so <laughs> so uh, so as a guitarist, yeah, uh,
0: do you prefer just like have you ever messed around with the different gauges? I mean, what I know that Mikey likes yeah. a heavier string because he plays a little rougher. He likes a thicker gauge uh, pick. Also, gear talk, yeah. y'all. This is gonna be it's
1: awesome because
3: I have a pick in my hand. I didn't even realize it, but this is a point eighty eight. But I like ones personally. Okay. In a pick, you know, as far mm. as picks go, um, I like just a standard medium. Right. Yeah. The, and and here. and I can I can use any pick. Like it doesn't bother me. But like as far as comfortable and and just really feels right, a one just always seems to be like pretty good for me because uh oftentimes I'll like play a little bit lighter. Yeah. And it kind of still gives that clarity and you know.
1: That's pretty much what I use too for both guitar and bass. I can play yeah. both of those effectively with this uh, size pick. But as far as string
3: gauge and messing with them, I've pretty much always been a ten to you know medium 10s to full yeah. Same twos. here.
0: I mean, yeah, um, I've not even really played around with any of the different ones, mainly yeah, because I've just been satisfied with the standards. If I was yeah.
3: pl- if I was
1: playing uh, a lower tuning or something like that, obviously I would get higher gauge just to be comfortable with
3: that if I'm adjusting and stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah, it's honestly, it's something I never really paid attention to much until I got the music store job to be honest with you. I do like playing Open G tuning a lot. Open G is great and uh, I I realized how easy that was to do. Like, (laughs) I didn't realize it before, but when I figured it out I felt like such a dummy Oh yeah Because I was like Really it was that easy This whole time You'll figure out hundred songs later. That are on <laughs>
1: classic rock radio yeah. Like
3: within days Right But uh Enough talk about Guitar strings <laughs> What I hate That's honestly talk. Honestly I'm confused what, what I really hate What What I genuinely hate Is Flounder
0: Yeah I, I'll I'll, I'll I'll get behind you on that one. I've I'm not never a huge... been a big fish fan. I, I like shrimp. I'll yep. do crab meat. Uh-huh. You know? Yep. yep. But I cannot do fish. I'm kind of with you. I like tilapia. Yeah. Uh, Me too. Uh, Like a nice uh, light-crusted tilapia is really nice. Right. Um, but, uh, salmon? I
3: mean, no, uh, man. I can't do tuna. I can do tuna. tuna can be, I'll do tuna. Ugh, I can't
0: do I'll tuna. Do tuna
1: steak. It can be uh, fucking I can't dope. do tuna. Tuna uh, steak? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, we, I used to cook tuna steak um, uh the last place I lived in, and... I was kind of weird at first. It was the first time I've ever eaten tuna steak, but we got it from like Publix or something like that, and it turned right. out to be pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Publix is pretty lit.
0: I, I'm sorry. The cats love tuna too much. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and, and, and You're going like, to hate me for I'll this, eat, man. I'll, eat, I'll See, I I'll like sushi, so I can eat like a salmon roll. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Tuna roll, eh, still not down with that, but eel. Love eel. Yeah? Yes, yeah, an eel, eel? roll is I've awesome. never had an eel.
3: See, it's just because I always kind of said, all right, fish, nope, staying away from it. Dude, you like, gotta try some eel. <laughs> I'm like, because you like that. shellfish, you like shrimp, yeah. you like crab, you like right? lobster.
0: Okay. Okay. It's it's not even really it's not in the same category, but it's if you're cool with the idea of that, you right. should be cool with the idea of some eel. You like? Have you tried squid? Like no. calamari? Nope. Never done uh, nope. Try get some fried Just calamari, man. gross, dude. man. I don't. Dude, it's I can't. So good. <sighs> fried yeah, but calamari honestly, is so good. Man, I, I grew up it.
3: uncultured as hell, dude. It was always like you know Taco Bell and. I wouldn't and try it if you were in the mountains, but.
1: If they're serving it on the beach, then yeah, definitely try it.
0: Chicken strips. Well, I was going to say, uh, locally, uh, Rusans. Yeah, Roussans. You, if you want to get some good, uh, just go to Roussans, They've got some amazing sushi. And, okay. Um, and uh, an inexpensive Calamari. buffet. Yeah. Nice. Plug in. They're not even Very a fucking nice. sponsor. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even a sponsor. Well, there is uh, those moments in time in which I have those random thoughts that, you know, you ought to just kind of keep to yourself. Well, I decided I'm just going to randomly throw them on the show now. Hit that intro music thing.
4: blah 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 etc making my ears a ring
0: my honey my
4: baby please don't open your mouth
0: don't tell me no lies and keep your thoughts to yourself All right, Trey. Uh, what sort of video game systems did you have uh, when you were growing up? All right. Well, my first, my first video game
3: system that was actually mine was a PlayStation Two, and it okay. was one of those slim models. You know what I'm talking yep. about? Like mm-hmm. the, that thing was honest, honestly, a piece of shit. <laughs> and and the reason I say that is because I did have one of the bulky ones, but it wasn't mine to begin with. It was actually right. my sister's, and then I stole it. And I was like, ha, mine now. Mm-hmm. Well. It had like a sound card go out in it or something, and I didn't know anything about it, so I just trashed it. <laughs> and then I got the slim one. And the reason that I didn't like the slim one is because any disc that I would ever put into it, it would always lock up right. and scratch it. Ooh, like it, like yeah, a, it was like yeah, a factory default. It, maybe it was just mine, but it it was just stupid. It would scratch mm-hmm. it and mess it up over time, so and it would overheat. Like it would get really loud and overheat a lot.
0: No, I I heard yeah. about that.
3: Yeah. Now, however, when I got introduced to an Xbox 360, <laughs> that was pretty pretty great. So I've always there, been so an was there Xbox
0: like a guy. game franchise through all that that you wound up like latching onto? Like maybe you had the first game, you couldn't wait for the second or third game to come out. You're gonna laugh. <laughs>
3: no, it's, no, no! It's it, always been Grand Theft Auto. Dude. All right, sweet, sweet, sweet. Always. That works. That works. No, yeah.
0: that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> all right. So here's a random wrong thought. So what if the popular game franchise, say, Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. Okay. Uh, by its second game was at the top of the world like Grand Theft Auto was. No, and honestly... I I'm, I'm hypothetical. <sighs> hypothetical. Let's say it's as beloved as it is now, okay? Let, let's say it was Halo or something. Right. One of those games that came out and it was like immediately the world successful, stopped. okay? Yeah. Uh, the first Super Mario, okay? Whatever. Just any of those like popular yeah. game franchises that just took the world by storm by the first and second game, okay? Yeah. Hypothetical. Right. What if by the third game it was a completely different system everything from design color story universe everything but it was still called the third in the series what would people's reaction to that be so like take halo okay mm. like those that's and then like by the third game it's some random go-kart game but they're still calling it halo, halo. 3 oh my god people get oh that sounds so like about- i'm
3: cringing just thinking about it. i mean like that's oh. but have okay has that been done before
0: I don't think so.
3: All right, I didn't know if you were leading up to something like. No, that was the thing
0: I was thinking of. I'm like, I don't think that's really been, especially by a successful Uh, franchise. Yeah, and and let's say after the second game, they went dark for a long time, and people were begging, clamoring for that third game. Yeah. And that's kind of what got me thinking on it because I was watching a YouTube video and someone was playing like this weird like bunny game that was right. like horrible graphics and someone giggled and said, "What if this is really Half Life 3? <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, what if someone actually did something like?" I that? I have heard about this. <laughs> that's oh right. I'm oh. just saying, like, what if someone would do that? What would the public reaction to
3: that be? I honestly, with all the the gamers that I'm friends with. Most would probably be in a huge uproar, especially if it were to be Halo. Like, yeah. speaking uh, about Halo, I've got a lot well, of friends who... Well, let's take Half-Life who, then. I not, I'm unfamiliar that. with Half-Life. Okay. I do not. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I don't not. know.
1: People get weird over little things in the in third installment. Like, I had all the Batman uh, Arkham games, and Kevin Conroy didn't voice Batman in the third installment, and people lost their shit. I'd like to Mark get, Mark get you Campbell guys... Mark didn't vo- voice the Joker, and people
3: lost their shit. I'd like to give y'all's opinion on Black Ops. Call of Duty in general. What's your thoughts on Call, I of, Duty Call of Duty in general? I, because the main reason is you're either in it or you're not. A lot
0: of people steer like Battlefield or yeah. Call of Duty.
1: You know what I mean? Like I, I
0: kind of go neither. Um, I was never really a third-person shooter guy. Yeah, I, I, had,
1: I, I had Medal of Honor for yeah. PlayStation Two. Okay,
0: yeah, <laughs> I was, I was never it. good. I don't. I mean, yeah. hell, I even got. Uh, First person shooter? First person. Whatever. Well, yeah, yeah. First person shooter. Thir- See, that they even s- shows how much I don't play that shit. Well, doling
3: it all down, to be 100% honest with you, I've never been much of a gamer at yeah. all. So you you could really talk to uh, the <laughs> guest we have here. No, he's not a guest. DJ, get up here. We're going to go ahead and bring DJ in. Yeah, hop go up on here real quick, DJ, because it feels yeah. like you have a little right, bit more to say about
2: this. get on the mic and those. rock yes. this symphony. Okay. Yeah, Give this is shit. DJ. Shit. Get, get okay. that shit. Well, okay. Go for it. All right, you heard what I said. Well, okay, but which part, though? Okay, well, okay,
0: uh, <laughs> by the second game in the franchise, super okay. popular, the third one comes out, and it's just completely different aesthetically, like down to sound, design, characters. It, I, I, it almost doesn't even resemble the previous franchise. So
2: it depends on what their... their. Uh their demographic is. Right. If it's younger kids, they're like, oh, this is still great. But if it's like, people are, they're like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Okay, well, do we have hoods over our heads? Well, even
0: like kids. No, it would be like, um, okay, I'll think in a kid realm. Uh, Say the second uh, Super Mario took the world by storm, okay? Old NES version. Um, uh, By the third one, it comes out, and it's actually, let's say in this universe, Legend of Zelda never came out. The third Super Mario is called Legend, like, that's actually the first Legend of Zelda. Okay. But it's still called Super Mario 3. Yeah.
2: I t- Honestly, I think there'd be a lot of confusion. I don't, I don't think anybody would be mad. They'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, play it. I'm like, like half this li- feels wrong.
0: And like Half-Life. You know, people have been clamoring for that. What if when Everyone. Half-Life 3 finally comes out and it's a racing
2: game? <laughs> you only get half the life, bud. <laughs>
1: Usually it's like the fifth installment is before they go off the rails.
0: Yeah, like yeah. I know, and that's what I was thinking. That'd be so interesting to do it so early on. But... I guess maybe that was just a thought I should have kept to it myself. Well, as we've been promoting on Facebook for a little while, we do have a hotline voicemail number. Okay. That number is 513-463-7439, and we've been telling folks that if you call in and leave a voicemail, you'll get on the show, and last episode, we have a few callers. This one, we got a few more, too. This one is from our buddy Josh Carter. Let's take a listen. Okay. What
1: up, dog? This is Josh Carter from Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm sitting around watching all of the Woodstock 99 live videos. And all I got to say is, as much as people are going to hate this shit, Kid Rock's set was
3: the best and the most metal of all that shit. No bullshit. Like, I'm watching this shit right now, and he's got that little person, Joe C, on there, like, <laughs> a little three foot
1: nine with a ten foot dick. How <laughs> can you not be entertained by that? And I'm watching these motherfuckers crowd, sir. All I'm going to say is, you can hate on him, but Kid Rock's a fucking
3: entertainer, dog. <laughs>
1: okay, here's right. what I have to say about that. All right. <laughs> Did you
3: guys see that meme? A few months back, where it was Dr. Phil yeah. and, and Kid Rock, and it was like, yeah, yeah, why yeah, does yeah. why does Kid Rock look like Dr. Phil dressed up as Kid Rock? Right. Oh, okay.
1: I gotta get on. He's it. starting to get to the old man jowls in his face for sure. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that was pretty funny though, because I actually had no idea about like anything that happened Woodstock '99. Well, because that was of that, the year I was I born though.
0: I'm Good too. God, you're
3: young. I am not 10 years old. Holy I shit. am not 10 years old. I feel like we should. I'm not
0: used to being <laughs> the one that's older in the group. Dude, I've always be been the young youngest. Bus. You
3: know, with Skipper the Lion, I was always the youngest, too. The really? two other guys, always, they graduated before me. Uh, I was 16 when I joined them. Yeah, I'm oh, still okay. the youngest. I'm still the right. He's 21. DJ okay. is 21. Okay. Eli is 21. Yeah. That's not my name. <laughs> Eli is 21 hey, yeah bleep that out <laughs> <laughs> Laps it
1: <in> <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with a bunch of kids I'm 31 years old <laughs> yeah, right
0: <laughs> I know you're finally the old one in the band right between me and Mikey you're finally the old one I was old.
1: always the second oldest in the band <laughs> well I've always
3: been the baby but um, people say I have an old soul so yeah, I was
0: that. always told.
1: As far that as you do. taste, yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs>
0: so I, I'm, we went back and actually looked at that Woodstock footage. Thank you, Josh, very much for the call. Um, one, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, to I give- don't, in no universe whatsoever, do I feel like giving Kid Rock props for be putting on a good show? Yeah. At all. Yeah. Is, is
1: that just uh, you don't want to just acknowledge it, <laughs> even think... if it may be true Look, to here's a certain extent? About, right, look, here's the
0: thing about Kid Rock. Kid Rock is what happens when Gastonia gets rich. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty <laughs> that's much. Right. Yeah, or that's, no, that's no it's just
1: Myrtle Beach written all over it. Oh,
0: dude. Well, Myrtle Beach is just, like, back to that old episode, Myrtle Beach is just Gastonia with water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. <laughs> No, so no, those people come
1: Higgins. out and give him all the money too. So as so, far as his business strategies, his, he, i don't
0: hate it. <laughs> look, he—he—he—he he, he, he delivers to his demographic, and I'm not in that demographic. So it's right. like, yeah, I'm not either. But I, I can't. I still kind of look respect and it. stop. I don't know. At some point, <laughs> my line of respect has to stop somewhere. You know, it's like you can't respect every single person that's famous just because they've made it. No, it's this like, is why big res- deal. You're pandering. This is right. why
1: that's why I respect it. He knows he's pandering and that's why he's able to sell his arena tickets for twenty dollars because he sells his own shit in concessions and he gets a piece of concessions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, every band, their, their merch is theirs. Yeah, but he
1: sells like beer and stuff like that and uh, like all kinds of shit you will buy at, uh, you know beer tents and stuff like that too. So he collects a piece of that along with the, he, and that's why he's able to sell tickets for 20 he, bucks.
0: I can't imagine he's getting a cut of beer being sold at the arena. That that That's the arena stuff. That's why it's so expensive is because they're covering costs. Okay.
4: Hmm.
0: Because a lot of the ticket fees and shit uh, comes down to Ticketmaster and That's the bands. True. You're right. Uh, there there's a lot of people nickel and diming mm-hmm. and that shit. The venues, uh, especially for larger arena bands, do bidding. It's okay, I'll give you this much. Okay, well, I'll give you this much, yep. and it's the bidding war. Yeah. And then what the arenas do to help coop that cost is they'll set the ticket price at a certain amount and then the concessions, you're paying fifteen dollars for a fucking ten ounce beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're paying, yeah. you know, twenty bucks for a cheeseburger. So exactly. it's- Exactly. Like that's how they're making that up. I can't imagine Kid Rock is allowing them to, you know, the arena is allowing Kid Rock to take a dip out of that, even <laughs> at the ticket price being so low. Because even with the ticket price being so low, the arena is not recouping anything. Maybe He's still not- getting his guarantee, but where's the arena getting the money? Yeah, maybe it's not arena shows as much as uh, like maybe smaller size venues or something. Okay, like. well, where's right. sm- this? Regardless, the the place he's playing, I was just using arenas maybe as a blanket term, but um, I can't imagine anywhere he's playing. Okay, I couldn't remember where I
1: read not. about. I couldn't remember where I read about that, but I remember uh, finding out about Sorry, I just went that. down that rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: I've, I've listened to a couple podcasts recently that were breaking that stuff down, so I was like, oh, right, I get the flex for a second. Yeah, <laughs> about <this."> exactly. <laughs> about
1: something that I just kind of read about and was impressed about until just now. So yeah, you yeah, yeah. learned something, bitch. There you yeah. go. Yeah. All right, so I changed my stance. <laughs> Fuck Kid Rock. And Fuck Kid Rock.
0: <laughs> I feel like you're now with 98% of the population. Exactly. I know Kid now- Rock is
1: low hanging fruit as far as who to hate on. I want like to was. Give a pass. I
3: wanna know who his competition was. I want to know who his <laughs> competition was.
0: Oh, the rest yeah, of the, rest the of lineup. The, yeah, I want to know. Um, it was all over was the lip, goddamn thing. Yeah, you cap pulled up a list earlier that he was listing off. I remember he was mentioning uh, Limp Biscuit was on it. Yeah, see, that's terrible. Yeah, I'm see, not, I'm not, not I would go Kid chili Rock peppers. over there. I'm, I'm, I'm not. What? You're gonna pick Kid Rock over the Chili Peppers, dude? Fuck Are the you chili serious? Peppers. What? And that you're peeking that shit, and eventually you're gonna be muted because it's on an auto thing. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Now,
1: now the the Chili Pepper set was uh, there was. James Brown was on it, uh P Funk was on this. Mike Ness was in it. I'm not gonna P-Funk. read the entire lineup. See, that,
2: I'll get P Funk is great, man. Exactly. Yeah, man, I can
3: pin with that.
1: No, I love all that kind of shit, but yeah, they have like Grateful Dead alum and like Moby. It's a really scattered fucking lineup, but the only sets people talk about are like corn, limp Bizkit, and all the shit yeah. that inside. <laughs> yeah, that so Josh,
0: it. I'm sorry, man. I, I, you literally said out of all those. Yeah, I mean he I can even, even go
1: corn. I can even go corn over P Funk played Rock, two honestly. nights. Yeah, I mean, that's terrible. Apparently P Funk played two nights at Woodstock ninety nine he's not finding about it or yeah. is just not acknowledging that p-funk is the greatest live show ever p-funk right
0: excellent man How you... whatever man josh you need some <laughs> musical education buddy <laughs>
1: Flashlight. Yeah, we right. well we do
0: have a couple more callers uh this one is from an old buddy of ours uh let's take a listen
4: hey allison james this is your old buddy jared from fort mills south carolina i used to play drums I just wanted to tell you that your intro is way too fucking long to your podcast, and also that, uh, you know, I don't know, I'm just enjoying a beer here in in Fort Miles, South Carolina. I don't know. Something good for you. Your intro is too long. And whatever I say can be used on the podcast. I don't give a fuck
0: that's excellent that's thank you great. jared that's great so uh yes he used to play drums for us and um okay. uh i i asked him earlier and i said we can use the whole thing and he goes yeah man i don't fucking care so so one of the reasons he doesn't play drums for us anymore is if you reverse that back a little bit and listen uh right as he was about to say something you can hear his wife yelling at him in the background <laughs> So that's why he isn't in the drummer anymore. It oh, was his wow. choice. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but thanks for calling in, Jerry. Yeah, and we're not changing our fucking intro, buddy. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and last episode, we wound up uh, hanging out with the Rock Father himself, Brad Smith, up at the rim. Hell, that- and uh, he decided that uh, we're going to have a new reoccurring segment called Deep Thoughts with the Rock Father. So he's called in and left okay. us a message. So let's see what the Rock Father has to say for us this week
4: hey Alex and Cap this is the Rock Father I was calling to talk about cover bands and what you guys thoughts were on cover bands the Rock Father likes a cover or two in, a, in an all original set and he loves cover bands that bring him new music can't stand mainstream cover bands the bane of my existence. What do you
0: guys think? Well, the Rock Father has spoken. He's <laughs> <laughs> very
1: sinister in yeah, his was, tone. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to
3: say either sounds really tired or just very stern. Oh, he's very yeah.
1: stern. He, he, he the Rock he Father hates, knows what hates his he wants. cover bands.
3: Undertones. <laughs> he's got a lot
0: of pent up hate. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, right? So I think what the Rock Father was saying is the traditional cover bands of very popular musicians he is definitely not a fan of, but say a band that'll cover another indie artist, mm-hmm. bringing him more new music. Right. He would be interested in that. Okay. So what, what are you guys' thoughts on just cover bands in general? That's just the broad spectrum, the umbrella, that is cover bands or tribute bands. Well, I will say that... Um it, when I think tribute band or cover
3: band, mm-hmm. especially tribute band, if I think cover band, well, what's I'm the difference expect... between the two? All right. Well, when I think tribute band, I think, all right, these guys are literally Led Zeppelin, and as like close as you can get one to Led Zeppelin
1: that they focus on too.
3: If, if, okay, when I think tribute band, I mean, I think they go full out outfits. They look okay. exactly the same. You know, that's right. what I mean. Like the 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 gear, even mm-hmm. everything is completely like. Replicated. Budgeted, right? Exactly. Like they actually get paid to put on that performance. A good mm-hmm. example would be, uh, let's see, Trial by Fire is a Journey one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. all the Kiss cover bands. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like a uh, clown. Yeah. Clown. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, can't think of many
0: off the oh, top like, right. of you know. Name a Kiss song and yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Cover band yeah, name exactly. That. But you know, and, and so that's them. another one.
3: Yeah. Like there, there's many cover bands out there that are doing covers of those huge bands like Kiss mm-hmm. and like you know uh, all those like Nirvana even Metallica but we, yeah Metallica ex- especially uh, there's a chick all chick
0: Metallica cover band called Miss Tallica. there's an all chick ACDC band here in town called uh, who I forget it? what it's called oh, Maybe. I follow them on, on Instagram it's I've, not a Big Gun is it no
1: fuck but they play they've done shows with uh, Jericho and all that mm-hmm. too yeah
0: I, I really hate I can't remember who they were because they are wicked talented too wow yeah that's that's, how I, that's what I thought of
3: uh, Miss talica and they're from yeah. Like up north more.
1: What was
0: the band you saw in L.A. Cap? That was a uh, all chick cover band of that metal band.
1: Oh, it was. Uh, I've seen the Iron Maidens. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've
0: heard of those. I've heard. I've heard of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that
1: was. And they're good for like stuff like. Uh, they they were kind of like the warm up part. did to uh, Iron Maiden's uh, show. It was in, this was in Las Vegas when I went and saw them too. Okay. So Maiden comes into town. It's the town. The whole town goes crazy. Here's a pre party with uh the most popular tribute band that's out there, which is the Iron Maiden. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so so a cover band, well, in your opinion, would be? Uh,
1: Somebody at the bar doing two hours of different songs
3: yeah, by other people, a, maybe? a cover band to me would be, like, radio. Yeah.
1: Radio-written,
3: you know, radio-played songs. Okay. Like a lot of the cover bands that I think of, they're out here playing, like... You know, stuff, especially here in Charlotte, like mm-hmm. we have 106.5. Yeah. They're all like playing old 90s alternative. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a, I've done cover bands. Day, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just like just like cliches, you know? Yeah. And, like, and, and the reason being is because that's exactly what people, like you'll get a three hour set at a club and you'll yeah. play three you'll 45 go- minute sets. Yeah. You'll, you'll play three forty five 45-minute sets, just uh, and they'll pay you pretty good. Oh, yeah. we But that's because— you. I've done it. That's because you're going until, like, 1 a.m., and people mm-hmm. are spending money on beer. And if you don't sell the beer, you don't get paid. And that's so right. It's, if you are a cover band that is known, and people, like, come to that bar often, and you're always playing, it's beneficial. Yep. So, I mean, I can completely see how people make a living doing it. Yeah. And it's—
1: no, I don't, hate yeah. on, I don't hate on people that do yeah. it or
3: anything like that.
1: If but, you had got to make a living, do it. But speaking from somebody that played cover bands, mm-hmm. and that's all that I did before joining the fill-ins, uh, doing the original music that we're doing and just doing original music that I can get behind and have a passion for is definitely way more rewarding.
0: Right, and and I've that, always and, uh, loved- and that's maybe the other thing that I've never been able to fully wrap my head around is, yeah, there is a ton of money, especially in tribute bands. Oh yeah, where you know you're dressing up as the guy, like mm-hmm. you were saying, you know, yeah, whoever, Zeppelin, Kiss, yeah. ACDC, you know, you were, you were trying to emulate this band as close they- as possible, and you're getting paid for it, and that that's the part that kind of gets under my skin a little bit because right. it's like you're literally being paid by the hard work and foundation that another, another band, band has exactly. done yeah. right. and exactly. you're making money off their fame you're just playing those songs yeah, that have already been written by yeah, other you minds did, you See, didn't yeah. write them exactly. you're just up there because you look like the guy and you sat in your bedroom and learned the song exactly so what if it's your own spin on it it's not your music well most of the time it's not so. even really their spin on it the, so the, the, the full it. tribute yeah. bands are supposed to you know they're the ones that are yeah, like but they listen To the live records, and they try to mimic the live show, right?
1: I'm talking about, say, if uh, I'll use Slack Babbitt as an example where they where stuff
0: is DJing, I would say more that's I would say that's more of a cover band because they're not trying to look exactly like an era of you know Black Sabbath. I'll take one
1: further. What about bands that uh pick somebody's catalog but choose an entirely different theme around to sell their shows, like Mac Sabbath? Like with yeah. the characters, are, I doing think those are interesting. Those are entertaining. And did you guys they, see the, they the draw too, man? They'll sell out quicker than anything. Did you else. guys
3: see the Aussie meats? Max Sabbath, like they I saw the I
0: haven't into it. read into. Yeah, it. dude, it's pretty cool. You should, you should. I'll check, definitely look yeah, that. You should check it out. You, you need to share that on Facebook with hashtag yes. something good. For I will. You. I'll do it because that is something good, and <laughs> it is, is a great video. It was, it was amazing. No, I, I'm a little bit more okay with that because stuff like Max Sabbath Did and maybe some stage? of the other, and maybe some of the other tribute bands uh, that. Kind of, They're putting their own spin on it. Yeah. So the income that Mac Sabbath is making is because they have a funny gimmick. Right. It's not just because it's some Black Sabbath cover band or tribute band. It's because they have a fine, funny twist to it. It's so to me, that's Black a little Sabbath different.
3: And cook burgers at the same time, man. That's badass. And to, and that's still an original idea. Yeah, exactly. And stuff
1: like that fucking packs
3: Houses ridiculously
1: right. on a consistent basis. Your Max Sabbath's, uh, your Steel Panthers, and all these these like. And mm-hmm. I think bands. it
0: comes from the fact that people are craving an actual show. Not a lot of bands out there, especially within a price point they can achieve, is really putting on a show. People are getting up there and playing their instruments, mm-hmm. but with. Max Sabbath and the, the other big arena shows that are still packing out. Yep. They've got, you know, the arena shows have fireworks. Well, what are the club bands supposed to do? We can't have fireworks. That one band fucked that up for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, they uh so thanks 80s hair metal band that I can't remember that did Great White. Thank you. <laughs> thanks thanks Great White. You fucked that up for everyone that's interested in doing something a little bigger with their stage show. yeah So, we have to be a little more creative now. Okay. And I think that's one of the reasons that those kind of bands are doing well is because they're actually giving the audience a performance. They're giving them a show. They're giving Mm -hmm. them what their money's worth.
1: Yeah, and they're they're nervous as far as striking a chorus humor, too. Exactly.
0: All... And and everyone needs a laugh. Yeah. What better way than to get some good classic heavy metal with a little laugh in the middle of it? Especially if they're playing the songs well. Exactly. Like, you could
1: say what you want about Steel Panther. Their comedic timing in between songs is spot on. Dude,
3: I love Steel
0: Panther so much. I've grown to have a better appreciation for them. When I first saw them, I was like, this band is annoying as shit. <laughs> I can't stand these motherfuckers. Yeah. But the more I started listening and the more, because Morgan's a big fan. Okay. And the more she kind of started explaining to me, you know, different things, the more I started getting it and realizing, okay they understood a market completely. They're wearing wigs, yeah. you know, it's like they fully know what they're doing. I, You know, because there's some bands that'll do shit like that and they're being totally serious. There's not a bit of irony in it. They're no. like, this is the badass shit, man. This is what's going to be hot. And it's never cool. <laughs> yeah. I kind of thought that's where Steel Panther was. Like, they were genuinely thinking that, you know, they were bringing back some 80s hair metal, mm-hmm. but understanding that it was a bit more of a joke and that they were very self-aware. I've, I've Appreciate it a bit more because oh, yeah. that just kind of comes from like you know humorous standpoint. I can get behind anything like that. Yeah,
1: yeah I want to say the guitar players played on Rob Halford records and stuff before he joined Steel Panther. Yeah, he's, and he's actually, doing serious shit like the that. The drummer's
0: uh, written stuff with Gene.
1: Yep. Not surprising.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I forget uh, what his real name is, but Satchel is actually like a really good studio session. Like, yeah. And, and that's the thing I've noticed, too, when she's playing me the stuff in the car. I'm like, the music's great. I just can't stand the vocalist because yeah. I don't like Van Halen to begin with. <laughs> yeah, he is right. very, very David Lee is a Van Halen. Absolutely. It, it's a ripoff. And yeah. it's just like, oh, I can't stand that. <laughs> Whatever that fucking shit he does I can't even do it But just say You know shit I can't stand that It's like fucking stop Would you
1: rather listen to Shreddy Just obnoxious Hair metal like that Or the fucking (laughs) corn blimp Biscuit New metal shit From Woodstock 99
3: I'd immediately go 80s Mainly because My dad's always been A Molly Crew fan my dad has always been a Motley uh, Crue fan. I can get and, behind,
1: you know, silly guitar solos yeah. and drum solos. Well,
3: and and I I'm not I'm not going to say that I've been hardcore into Motley Crue, but right. there are 80s bands that I have been into. Twisted mm-hmm. Sister is a great example. Oh yeah, they're I always love Twisted oh, Sister. Yeah, they're
1: great. And, I, um, I love Dee Snider.
3: Oh yeah, Dee Snider. Man.
1: He's an insane human. And their I their love watching him weird, there. but you know. He,
3: he came out with a book. <laughs> he came out with a book recent, uh, recently that my mom got and he, she loves it, man. It's
1: fantastic. I want to read it. Yeah. He's an interesting
0: guy. Yeah. Well, thanks, Rockfather. That that gave us a nice little launching point for a good conversation here. Yeah, right? Uh, guys, you can check back weekly for that. He's going to be calling in and always providing some sage advice or yes. giving us a little bit of uh, content. So thank you again for the Rockfather for that. And if you've got something to share with us, again, that phone number is 513-463-7439. Call in, leave us a message, and you can get on the show. Yeah. Uh, Let's go ahead and bump on into some topics I saw on Facebook because I think okay. they were kind of funny. Yeah, uh, This is actually local. Um, cops say a would-be kidnapper chased a woman into a karate studio and it was a bad move. <laughs> oh, my God. No um, way. <laughs> um, oh, North Carolina. yes. Uh, right here in Charlotte, in, in North Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, uh, he was trying to force her into his car. She broke free and ran into a nearby karate studio pleading for help. No. <laughs> uh, Yeah, incident happened at nine at the dojo. Oh, Um, my goodness. Said uh, there were still some kids in the dojo. Jojo, 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 Jojo. I remember Jojo. (laughs) (laughs) In the dojo, being picked up by parents and a couple of adult students cleaning up. (laughs) When a young lady came through our doors and she stated that someone was trying to harm her. Uh, shortly after a big male entered the building, she said, not knowing what he wanted, I assumed he was acquiring about classes. Okay, pause. Yeah. Uh, if this dude <laughs> is bolting in. I highly doubt he's like, Holy shit a dojo! DJ's DJ the door. Hey don't got classes
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is you tweaking? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, hey baby gotta she, get she your classes in here she needs to get back in my car though no, 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 <laughs> no, no, I got this baby I'll ask so
2: the worst part is is that it sounds like a plot to an 80s movie right like there's no way she just conveniently walked to it like she knew she's like I'm gonna go to this place so he'll get away
0: Oh, yeah, totally. So so she <laughs> runs in there, uh, and then eventually he asked the man to leave, but he said he's not going anywhere. Then he aggressively tried to force himself into the dojo, uh, pushing and swinging, and then went into action, defending myself. I got him out of the dojo. Once outside, he attempted to attack again and was dealt with accordingly and that's literally all that said oh my god oh. they didn't say what oh. happened to him they were just like he was dealt with accordingly <laughs> he was dealt with accordingly so,
1: so what happened don't worry about that's it don't worry about
0: pre- it we fucking took care of it yeah. it was handled accordingly <laughs> so i wanted to share that not only for it just being local news but that ending it was just like and it was handled accordingly that's some mob shit like like dead serious that was the last thing in the article aside from you know watch this channel news (laughs) at blah 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 time yeah that's like one of the literal last parts of the (laughs) of the actual interview in there yeah and uh gentlemen we might be in some trouble why is that uh, because male sex robots with unstoppable bionic <laughs> penises are coming this year. Uh, oh <laughs> protect
2: your buttholes. Protect, protect your butt buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. Your cancer in your butt holes. That is wild.
0: Yeah. Uh, we will be sharing That's this just, on our Instagram page. No of, uh, God, just, the the mm, eyes are just so unsettling. They can't
3: see this. That's what sucks. With unstoppable? <laughs> yeah. They can't with see unstoppable
0: it. penis. Bionic All right. penises. That's what the title says. Sorry, uh, from Metro it says up until now it looked like women would be missing out on the exciting opportunity to make love to a cold lifeless body made of machines but don't despair ladies real doll the maker of the alarming plastic sex robots for men oh so it's the same company that's been making those fucking creepy sex dolls made of for the, wimp, the oh, women version yeah hey, so it's those guys I love
2: how it like, mentions necrophilia a little bit I know right like, so like, you want to be a necrophiliac that, they're, they're being totally
0: condescending to this
1: <laughs> (laughs) Women have been fucking lifeless items for decades. They're called dildos. (laughs) (laughs) This one just has a torso and
0: a face attached to it. And it moves for you. He's quite a hunk, as well as coming with a bionic penis, which never ever tires, the maker promises. Again! (laughs) (laughs) The battery's running. (laughs) <laughs> this is fucking creepy, and like I said, I'm gonna wind up sharing the photos because look at these things, man. They are
3: really creepy,
0: dude. I mean, they look no, like like
2: no, kind of hitman.
0: No, they're seriously
3: real size Barbie dolls. They really that can, that's what they can, that's exactly dolls. What they look like. Yeah, kind dolls. That can fuck you though. They are real kind dolls with
0: unstoppable bionic penises. <laughs> <With> unstoppable <laughs> bionic penises. dude. I mean, <laughs> like the marriage rate has
3: got to go down.
0: Well, see that's, no. I mean, is, anyway. no. see, that's what everyone was thinking when the female sex bots came out. That's what everyone's thinking when the female sex bots came out. But look, we still need someone to cook and clean. The robot ain't going to be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, yeah. lady. See, I don't yeah. have to impress any girls now. Yeah. I'm already married, and she makes those jokes anyway, so ah. uh, the rest of those are going to just piss off. I ain't trying to impress anyone yeah, that's anymore. Right. <laughs> that's right. Well, Cap, on the other hand, does not share these same Man, opinions. Man, my phone
1: is blowing up right now. It's like, was like, did you just hear that? We haven't even dropped the episode yet. <laughs> I heard it anyway. That's <laughs> <laughs> how the internet works. <laughs>
0: guys. <laughs> so if like you want to call said, and bitch me out, call the hotline if you really got something to say. I'll have my wife reply to you.
2: <laughs> if you're going to bitch, have it directed towards Cap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Send God. all your hate mail to Cap. Yeah, we're, we're throwing him under the bus this episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, so two,
0: joke's on you, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of my bullshit. We have two people with us. We got Trey, and we have, are we going to finally announce who the hell you are? Yeah, we have okay. DJ with us, and the reason we have DJ with us is we have been bitching and bitching and complaining for like the past four episodes that we don't have a drummer. Well, this guy right here, <laughs> the drummer for the Walburns, has been kind enough to step forward and be like, you know what, man, I'll do it. So he's going to be down here rocking it out with us at the Down South Showdown in Atlanta, Georgia.
1: He's our intern.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give us a little bit more info on that date.
1: Uh, it's going to be the weekend of the 17th through the 20th of January, and it's a three-day, uh, four yeah, a four-day, four-day event in Atlanta, Georgia. Thursday through Sunday. All the gr- the best rock and roll bands that we have talked about at length on this show are going to be making their runs uh, in Atlanta.
0: They're just uh, making their way down for this. Exactly. It's, a it's like a festival. gathering of sorts. And we are honored to finally be a part of it And we're gonna be playing the Friday night We're gonna be opening the show up Which means we gotta get the party started So we gotta set the vibe (laughs) <laughs> we gotta turn it up and get it loud and all the other shit that I'm not thinking of because I'm not on stage and I can't remember On lyrics. <laughs> no, I've been to like the past. In I'm not in uh, front man mode. I'm in podcasting mode, and I wasn't thinking about my shit. That's right. <laughs> but no, so he's gonna be down here and rocking out with us, and I hope you guys do too. So there's gonna be so many other great bands on that show down at the Star Bar. So book your tickets now. Get your hotels booked up. We've got ours finally settled. <laughs> yep and we're gonna be down there for the friday night rocking out but we play saturday night and yeah it's just gonna be a fucking great time so thank you so much for coming in and joining us even if it's just yelling a little bit in the background <laughs> and as i mentioned earlier uh you are also the drummer for the wall burns and that is your gig too trey Yeah. as he um, slowly pulls the microphone back to him that he was sharing I'm being sorry. a nice boy and now he's like yeah. he said my back, cue kind of shoving well, his face see,
3: back towards the wall the, the thing is, we didn't tell our bass player we were coming here,
0: and I feel so guilty. It's fine. Right. You're, you're we here. Love we'll you, Eli. On we love get my next time. We love you.
3: And Eli. he will hear this, and he'll be like, it's okay. Eli. Because they gave me a shout out.
0: Eli, he's here because I asked him to be.
3: Yep, exactly. And Alec, what Alex says goes. That's and right. And that's just the way it is. <laughs> Alex
0: is ruler. That's
3: right. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, now enough about me. Um,
0: tell me about the Walburns.
3: So the Walburns is actually a project that's been uh, going on between Eli and I um for about a couple of years since 2016 i think is when wow
0: 2016
3: know, Yeah, when we started. you
0: are a shitty friend for not bringing him in yeah no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right no, i'm kidding well I'm uh, kidding. yeah so
3: i am actually very thankful and very grateful uh to have met eli when i did because he's honestly one of the only bassist i've ever been around right in a writing capacity exactly right and um we had this idea we we, uh, we had met a drummer from Hickory North mm-hmm. Carolina his name was Nick Papazikos that's and, uh, a great last it name it is right? isn't it yeah Papazikos it just rolls right off the tongue hey Papazikos <laughs> <Yeah>. over here <laughs> <laughs> um, he was our original drummer right and uh, we did a lot of writing for a couple years mm-hmm. but the uh, getting together was the issue right and Not being able to make the time because Eli actually goes to UNC Asheville, Mm -hmm. so he's in school through the (laughs) through the school year. So we only get to do stuff through the summer, right? And you make me nervous (laughs) because you're looking me right in the eyes, and I know I'm like, (laughs) all right, I'll look at you then. Just don't look at him. Yeah, directly. Don't look at me. Oh, there there goes DJ. I'm just gonna (laughs) look right at DJ. (laughs) DJ, help. No, so um, I finally got to the point where I was really wanting to record the songs that I had been writing for two years, yeah, and Eli was too, and they were just a little bit different from Skipper.
0: Uh, and Which was uh, the previous project, which Phil Lins wound up playing a few shows with
3: a yeah. few times at the Milestone. Yeah, so uh, yep. Skip, Skipper the Lion, we, we've been going since 2016, since yep. I joined, and um, that's about the time that me and Eli started writing other music oh, um, aside yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of that group. And so we've kind of maintained both the bands this long and uh, just now able to play out and we're uh, currently working on a five song ep awesome how many to shows release. did
0: you play this year just one
3: um, uh this year we've done one yeah okay because i was gonna
0: say i remember seeing a few posts but it uh there was a couple different shots so well I technically we was...
3: played one december 29th but okay that was the one i saw then. that would too. technically okay. be last year well, but if we're gonna enough. we played yeah.
0: two two shows
3: that was pretty much uh dj's two debut shows awesome, awesome. um So that's why it's still pretty fresh because DJ is very new and Mm -hmm. we're still, we still got a lot of uh, work to do and uh, a lot of, well, that's, that's the fun thing about like a new band. This is really fresh and brand new. Exactly. So it's
0: like you you get to craft what the foundation is going to be. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. so th- th- that's always the fun and exciting part of, yeah. you know, starting something as a, that's what was fun about starting up the podcast is because, huh. you know, the band has been in existence for so long. So we know yeah. what the
1: band sounds like. It's been a defined thing for a few years now. Right. Yeah.
0: So it's like, you know, we, we do the acoustic thing, which, you know, is primarily, you know. Just covers or you know acoustic versions of fill in songs. That's Just right, one yeah. those Whatever deals. Yeah, I that's so called the felons. It's the felons. It, it, is. it is. But then with Clever. the show, it was finally a chance for us to do something brand new, reboot a style, and do something you know that's not the band, you right. know And still put it out there and for free. Like you had to find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, oh, everyone. How am i going to
3: view the podcast. Oh, it yeah. Took yeah me if you forever. subscribe
0: to the Cult today Patreon <laughs> uh, and uh, and support the network, you got to pay, and then you get additional shows, like a show that Cap and I are going to be doing. Uh, pretty soon that we teased on the last episode Uh, we're just waiting for some last minute things to get in place and then everyone else is going to know about it so we are stay tuned on that but yeah anyway it was a lot of fun (laughs) yeah so I totally get where you're coming from though on just that excited part right
1: yeah um, especially when everybody involved is really into it yeah yeah and
3: uh, (laughs) we were really blown away Uh, we played Snug Harbor uh, Wednesday the Mm -hmm. second and we played with uh, Modern Primitives and Ancient Cities nice and um it went from like four people to forty. Holy shit! On a Wednesday night, wow. and I wasn't expecting that at all. Seriously, it was. And Snug and dude, Harbor's that's not a big great. place, so that's a lot of bodies for that place. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was, you know, it's pretty pretty tiny club, but yeah, um, it seems to be fairly popular. Hell yeah! And um, it was only my second time at Snug. Skipper played uh, Snug last year, right? But Eli got sick with pneumonia. and We actually had Brad from Vicarious filling in for uh, oh, okay. Eli. So Eli's first time playing Snug was actually. Wednesday, and that was DJ's first time ever playing in a bar. If I'm correct, that was actually his first like real show. Wow, getting cultured out <laughs> in the, the music scene, <laughs> right? actually going and playing out. So, and we got some pretty cool photos um, from that night mm-hmm. taken by I think his name was Ian. He's a really cool dude. Ian but <clears throat> Ian, Pasquini. oh okay, I know yeah. Ian. Yeah, uh, and he actually. I think he does some sound at Skylark. Yeah, bigger stuff. dude. Yeah, bigger dude. Yeah. Yeah, I know Ian. He's really Got a cool. Beard. Really cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> he, he takes phenomenal photos. They're pretty great. Excellent. Um But at the beginning of uh, December, we dropped a single called "Losing Signal," which uh-huh. we recorded with Steve Coleman. Excellent. Fifth That's Man. Indeed. That's right. Fantastic.
0: And we'll be plugging. And we'll be slapping that on at the end of the episode. Yep. Uh, thank you very much. Of and uh,
3: so, in the meantime, we're currently working on a five-song EP, uh, getting that prepped and ready. And um, Okay, you guys are going to be the first to hear this, but we're probably going to do a single and a music video Hell first. yeah, so that, oh, We're in the works of doing that right now. Nice, but exclusive. Like, yeah, everything. Everything has <laughs> yeah. just like been really like ah, secret, and yeah. I haven't, I haven't wanted to talk about. Trust me, it because five I people are going to hear this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so it's still going to be on the down
0: yeah. low even after this <laughs> comes out. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but so.
2: <laughs> also, disclaimer. Um. Losing Signal did not have me on it. It had Nick. So, Losing Signal (laughs) was... um,
0: (laughs) DJ's like, I ain't taking credit for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. My
1: drugs would have been bad. I I do
3: want to talk about that, actually. Um, Nick was very fantastic in the time that he was with us. Yeah. And um, he was a very good friend. And uh, we actually, me and Eli, have talked about going up and jamming, and do some different things with him. Uh, In the meantime, uh, I really wanted to make the Walburns progress and get yeah. forward, and it just was not happening with Nick. Losing Signal is technically our debut single, but uh, back in 2016, when we really started the Walburns, we right. did another song with Steve called Lessons. I remember that one. And uh, Lessons was pretty much you know YouTube only. It was just right. released as a, you know... Yeah, here's just a what, little here's thing to get like out there. It's like, and, hey, this is what we're trying to do. Yeah, and I just didn't want to do anything release it on any you know platform or anything like that i just kind of wanted to experiment that was really a project at the time because we were so busy with skipper right so it's really just been a side project this entire time up until i kept writing more songs something Eli completely getting together
1: whereas skipper was more collaborative Uh, right
3: yeah and and uh the writing process was entirely different i would get with johnny Mm -hmm. from skipper and uh it would be him on his phone looking through his lyrics. And right. I, I actually get to use my creative mind and, and do the weird, wacky riffs you know, right. that, that Skipper is. And then the Walburns it's more I'm focusing on the songwriting aspect of it. Right. Of, so
0: this uh, has a little bit more of your fingerprints on
3: it. Exactly, yeah. This is a little bit more my baby. Right. Than, uh, whereas in Skipper, I can actually focus more on my playing, whereas mm-hmm. in the Walburns I'm focusing more on my songwriting as a whole. Like entirely.
0: And I think that's going to be a really fun process for you, especially because this is a new band. Yeah. Uh, Because I went through the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I I played in a few bands that, you know, I was kind of contributing some, but the fill-ins was the first thing that was like my baby. Mm -hmm. And for those first, I would say record and a half, that was essentially all my stuff with a little bit of input. Right. But then starting with Time Is Now, I felt comfortable enough to finally let go of it enough to finally go hey Cap Mikey throw a little bit more in here because all Mikey had really done he had done you're the victim on fifth times a charm and Mm -hmm. spit in my face those were his two big uh, contributing factors but then by the time is now Cap had a fully written song on there called feeling good and that's wound up being one of the fan favorites so it's like by me being able to let go a little bit and have it as a collaborative it wound up working in favor some but that was only going to work because the first album or two had my fingerprints on it. Like right. what you're doing, you yep. you you're focusing on building that foundation yeah, exactly. right now. And then once that foundation's built with everyone, once everyone's fully lasered in on, this is what we want. That's yeah. when the band's is going to fully blossom. And that's the exciting part.
3: And, you know, having doing the skipper thing for the last four years around the Charlotte area has really taught me a lot to the mm-hmm. point where when I'm starting all over again, it feels like, yeah. Um, it seems like it's a lot more laid back and yeah. easy because I'm seeing a lot more familiar faces, whereas it mm-hmm. was kind of headfirst the last time, right? Just going straight into I've never done this, never been to the venue, and now after kind of covering all bases with the other band, it makes things a little bit more smooth. I've kind of gained those connections. You got and the experience from the exactly, previous bands and, and so it too. really helps. And being in the Graveyard Boulevard, um, that's right. See, that's uh, playing with veterans helps. <laughs> see, I, I grew up. Always hearing them practice next door and like when I got into guitar they were the only band that I knew of right and so I started learning their songs and um, here recently I've been in the band a little over a year now and uh, played quite a few shows and for the Boulevard it just feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. It is a well.
0: It's because essentially they're family. Exactly,
3: it's more welcome. of a family, and and it's punk, man. You know, so I mean, it's like that's one of those it, you can just do whatever. Yeah, it feels
1: so good to. It's, it's, it's like a
0: it's a release,
3: you know. Mm-hmm. So whereas with the Walburns, I'm very focal focused, exactly. and, and and very um, I'm stressing myself out where I shouldn't be, you know, right. and because I'm I'm so like focused on making it the best I can possibly make it because mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. Exactly. Uh, whereas with the Graveyard Boulevard, I've listened to those songs. And I've had them drilled in my head for so many years. It's just second nature. It feels so good. It almost feels like I'm in a cover band. Going back to it. You know what I mean? It it really does. I can see that. I can see that. Because they... they I played their riffs so much. It's like,
1: it's like me with No Power, No Crown, although a lot of the songs are covers that we play too. <laughs> <laughs> no, kind of
0: kind of similar experience. Do you know Tony Leone, right? So, yep. Uh, uh, Dirtbag Love Affair. Right? Exactly. Yep. Um, so they've done a couple reunion shows here and there, and they had to do a show up in Pittsburgh, and their drummer couldn't make it. Okay. And he called on me, and I can tap on the drums, but I'm not a drummer. Right. So it was really weird playing in that band. It was the same experience. It felt like I was in a cover band, oh, even yeah. though I'm looking up front, and they there's Devin, there's Tony, there's Davey. It's the band, uh-huh. but I'm like, this feels like I'm, play- like I'm messing around. I don't around belong at- here. It feels yeah. like I'm messing around at fill-in's practice because everyone knows the song's there, too. I'll bust out a dirtbag riff, and right. we just started jamming It's what it felt like, so yeah. that is an odd thing, especially being so closely involved with it your entire life. Now looking off to the side, and you see Abby Ray looking yeah. over to the others. side. Well, same side. You see Scott, Yeah, and it's just like, you know, yeah. people you've grown up with, that's it's uh, not as stressful
3: at all. It just no. seems like it, anything goes and, and it's always smooth sailing, it yeah.
1: seems like. you know, Deadlock was like that for me. No Power No Crown was like that for me. But basically all the other bands I've played with since I've been up here have been like, uh, they're all like older guys too that don't sweat it at all as far as right. like, uh, let's, they take the show seriously, but it's one of those understood deals where it's like, hey, this is the only time we're going to do it in a while. Let's just have some fun with it and everything too. Right, and another thing that
3: I'll say is, in the Boulevard, I don't really have to book the shows right. as much as Ray would mm-hmm. or Scott would, you know, because right. they have the contacts and the connections that they've built over the years. So it's kind of a—I just get to show up and mm-hmm. play my set yeah. thing, you know. So it feels really good to not have to be in charge, so to speak, of that. I haven't group. been able to do that in a while. I used to, you do know what that, I, you know what I mean. So like with yeah. the Walburns, I feel like I, it's all on me. Mm-hmm. Everything, like all the weight and and the. Um, you know, put booking the shows and I keeping up, answering all the questions, all. and yeah, right. So you know, yeah, you. you, you, you <laughs> I don't so, get that at all. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I also I, I book most of the shows with Skipper too. Yeah, and so kind of keeping those going back and forth is it gets a little bit crazy at times, uh, just with all the questions. Uh, yes. Yeah. But by the way,
0: we're gonna play twenty questions. Let's now. do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but
3: uh, yeah, it is pretty nice to just be able to show up and
2: play.
0: Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's just kind of... And plus Graveverse is a fun band. Yeah. Yeah. It Every is. Kind of
3: yeah, fun. it is very fun. <laughs> the songs are very catchy and it's, mm-hmm. it's a good time.
0: So for the upcoming year, that's probably the things you're definitely looking forward to is that music video and the new EP. Uh, definitely the EP.
3: Uh, lots more shows for sure. Right. Um, and I wish I was better, more prepared for uh, this interview. But oh, I, we, maybe... No, we, we don't I do prepared maybe. either. <laughs> don't do prepared shit. Maybe. I could come back, like, in a year or two. A year? We have like, Well, okay, I didn't know if I could come back sooner. Like, oh, are you offended by that? A little bit. Why are you abandoning
0: us for a well, year?
3: You guys seem like busy guys. You always have somebody to, you know, lined up. Where? You guys have a line, don't you? We'll,
0: we'll, we'll kick them out. <laughs> oh, man.
3: Well, in that case, I guess I'll see you guys in a couple months. There you go. When That's I have better. a couple more shows under my belt, and maybe the EP will be released by exactly. then. Tell I you am, what,
0: y'all no, we don't actually. I was gonna um, say y'all to come back, because as everyone knows, it's a recorded a week out. So you ought to come in two weeks before it's released. Yes. And give us a little bit of stuff. That way we can release it by Absolutely. the time it's coming out.
3: Yeah, that'd be great.
0: Um, so the next time I'm on, exactly. The EP will be. Yeah, and we'll oh, there and we we'll, and who knows, maybe we'll get some sort of exclusive new track. If you've already released a single, yeah. RA, we'll slap uh, that new one at the, the, the music end. video. Yeah. The song's by gonna be attached time. to and all that. Yeah, and man. Come
3: back. Uh, so we've got drums and bass completely done on the entire EP. Uh, so I've just got to go in. So you just have to finish your (laughs) shit. I'm slacking. I'm the one that's fucking up. No, but, uh. Well, is it
0: slacking or are you micromanaging? Well, it's kind of
3: a, we're on our producer's time. Gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) Understood. You know, and, and actually, um, we've been very fortunate to, uh, work with Jake Mm -hmm. Porter, um. And I think that this may be one of his last projects. Oh, wow. So, And he's very, very great at what he does. He mm-hmm. did the last couple of Jaggermouth records. Oh, word. Um,
0: <clears throat> and we just really love the guy. He's really great to us. and Excellent. Very fantastic what he does. I really can't wait to hear the new shit because I did check out the single. And uh, if people follow us on Instagram, we shared it on their story a few times. Yeah, thank you very much for that. Of I, also, I woke up and that made my entire day. I was like, yes. <laughs> so we've been trying to get the listeners uh, knowing about you guys because I really dig what you uh, do. And I'm really hoping in 2019, the Phil uh is going to be doing a lot more with you guys because I hope even, so. even though we're pretty different stylistically. It still meshes, I feel, in a live form. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, dude, and that's what I find really fun is because a lot of the bands we've been really becoming friends with, they really don't sound like us, and it would be odd to put us on a bill with them. But then when you watch us back to back, you're like, oh, that makes sense.
1: So y'all have y'all's own uh, identity sound wise already. I'm sure it's going to expand and mm-hmm. build because that's year, the, the fun part of being the foundation for in sure. the new yeah. band.
0: Yeah. I'll
2: just say this, having so, talk to the mic. Well, well first all, I don't know if you're about to say something for me, so. <laughs> um, Let DJ talk. So, it's very different with me on board now. Like, mm-hmm. I listen to um, Losing Signal, and then I listen to what we. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, you'll need me a little closer. So. <laughs>
2: um, as I was saying. Yeah. Listen, Losing Signal versus what we have recorded so far. It's just two completely different mindsets going into the studio between me and Nick, or. Him, you know, a year or two ago versus him now. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, what you hear in Losing Signal is going to be similar, but it's also going to be very different going into this year.
0: And I think that's gonna naturally happen, uh, especially with bands like that, because you always come out with your said idea, but for the next thing you're like, Okay, that was good, but now I wanna expand it. Yeah. Now I wanna do something a little bigger than this. Or, you know, you know, I really liked the way this turned out in a song. I think that's a lot of us that's happening right here. Let's find some uh, let's write something new that's maybe in that vein. Let's avoid the riffs, you yeah. know, but let's find right. something that's maybe in that groove. Right. Uh
3: well, you know, the Walburns pretty much just started out as me and Eli sending voice memos of riffs that we. But I've done that. <laughs> yeah, that we that we didn't necessarily want to perform out with Skipper. Right. We wanted to kind of do something a little bit different. We felt that it was uh, it fit a different genre. Gotcha. You know, and um, ever since the, uh, we've we've got DJ in the group, uh, we've had a few practices. We've noticed a lot of difference in our songwriting. Right. As far as the chemistry, when we were all mm-hmm. three really focus on um just something on the spot right it's there mm-hmm. and i'm went to high school together too. yeah uh so <laughs> we all went to the same high school really and, yeah. yeah and uh dj we played in jazz band class together okay and uh, he played drum set in there Word. but uh i was already in skipper with eli mm-hmm. and just you know high school job you can't do but like one band if you're gonna <laughs> do all that, you know. And so when I graduated I was like, All right, now I'm gonna do a lot of bands <laughs> No, but it's honestly it's a terrible idea, stick to the one you got, go with it because
4: <laughs> unless, you got unless you now hold on now see I can't
3: say that because That's Cap has five bands. Cap. Oh shit! Cap has I've, five bands, okay. Have, I've got three. Yeah, I
1: have three on a good day.
3: <laughs> I have three. Yeah. See, he's got five, so he's mm-hmm. going hard. Mm-hmm. Three, I. But you know, I'm I've 19, learned so.
1: how to maintain, how to balance it all. Though that's the uh yeah. that's the art of it is balance. Dude, I'm all still a
3: kid. This. I got a lot of learning to do, and course. I know that. But uh, I, you young know, young whippersnapper. Yeah, you know, whippersnapper. But uh, I, I do try my best to. Be as mature as I possibly can. And in I certain think it, situations, and I, I think it shows,
0: especially with what we were chatting about earlier. You you are definitely wise beyond your years. Um, I appreciate that. And there for sure. there are very few people that I can have those you know business chats with, and you know talk. You know, okay, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Yeah, and you actually follow with me. Yeah, and, and and that that was very fun and liberating to finally be able to chat with someone else other than Cap and Mikey and Steve. And, yeah, you know, and yeah. we talked yeah. about
3: this before. We're both kind of antisocial. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I get really terrible like anxiety when I'm put on the spot, and so like you know <laughs> when I'm asked questions, yeah. See, he gets it; he totally understands. Yeah, just I'm just, not just really upset, like a was. random, really <laughs> awful at on the spotness. So like right. that's why this podcast has just been like me just going, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh,
0: dude, yeah. you're doing absolutely fine." But anyways, and the fun thing about this is, I, again, since I'm the same way, I found that doing these slowly approaching episode twenty, right? Um, Congratulations. That's <laughs> no milestone at all. <laughs> Say congratulations when we finally get to 100. I mean, um, I mean that's, you know,
2: that's 20 more than zero. That's true. That's that is I mean, very
0: that's true. That's also very true. But doing this, and uh, we actually did an episode with the main network hosts, uh, Jerry and Dave of the Cod Pod. Okay. Um, we did an episode with them last night, and they were saying, you know, they they said something along the lines of, uh, you guys are on fire tonight, you know, just because we just had some really good comebacks. And it made me think, which was... It's ever since doing this show it's made me a little bit more comfortable in social situations because right. Same a here. random person will come up to me and be like oh I listened to the you know this episode okay all of a sudden now we have a basis of conversation because it's yeah. something they've already heard my opinion about right and a lot of the times I wind up being a little anti is because look at my Facebook people don't like when I have a fucking opinion yeah. man <laughs> so I usually keep my thoughts to
3: myself yeah that's, that's usually, yeah and uh, this is where it's, DJ uh, comes in it's yeah. their, hold
2: up you therapy, being, man. Hold on a second. You mean Facebook? Yes, yeah. This is, yeah. This is everybody. Who the hell you mean? <laughs> if you say the wrong thing, they're just going to be like, "Hey, you're Nazi."
0: Uh huh. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like you say the absolute. You you make a one tiny step, and it's like,
2: <gasps> you drink that How diet dare coke. You. You're a you,
0: Nazi. You drink diet coke. Oh, you know they uh, uh
2: they There's some some of the Germans put like coke in their stuff. They put <laughs> semen in the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> semen in the coffee.
1: <laughs> Starbucks has semen in their latte. <laughs> <laughs> well the next time the next time that the
3: Walburns come to something good for you we'll have all three members exactly. hopefully and we'll be a little bit more prepared <laughs> oh, uh, no Shit, I don't like I said, people coming in prepared at all prepared. either okay what I mean by that I don't mean like like you know writing down what I'm gonna say and yeah. stuff I mean like with material and stuff. Well, come stuff on, man. It's a good okay, intro for you look, interrupt I, Dude, you guys. I literally I just like hit you this. up yesterday. You did. So, I mean, this was like a, you know, last minute. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go see Alex. Let's do this. Let's get this <laughs> done.
2: So, next time, I'm going to bring a notepad with just responses on it and just read them out randomly. <laughs> <you know>? Yes. <laughs> so... I think we
3: should all do that we should all write three responses that we all just have queued up that way we are all prepared in three different ways no
2: see I'm gonna bring like one of like 8 by 11 like big notebooks like the right. spiral bound ones yeah, yeah, yeah. and just have like a bunch of responses just pulled randomly like I'm gonna write them over like the like, next however long until we're back here again Every just write down do. random things I just, I just see I'm like I'm gonna write this down Every part and then whenever like we're talking I'm gonna start yelling them in the background as responses that way like, you guys are like,
3: what the? every card's gonna read i played the fifth
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but all seriousness thank you so much for having us today dude of course so i guess we ought to just go ahead and start wrapping on up uh, as listeners know uh we like to dig into our spotify playlists uh every episode and figure out what the hell have we been listening to
2: <laughs> what you listening to son i don't think you like it well why not i like this new generation of music Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. <laughs> I pulled up my phone and that
0: fucking uh, sex robot with the unstoppable penis was still there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that really fucked with me. Yeah, see, mine's been like Tenacious D and Dorje. It's like been the most random. Yeah. yeah.
3: Dorje is a band from the UK. Uh huh. Um, and they
2: Save so it for the good. podcast. <laughs> so this is the podcast, yeah. motherfucker.
0: We're back oh, we're in. Starting. We're already in. <laughs> Are we in, Are we in yeah, it? We're yeah, we're in, in. in. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and
3: start it off if you if you don't mind. Okay, okay. go ahead. Rob Chapman, he's the singer of Door J, and mm-hmm. he's also recently done a project called Clockwork Wolf and Company. All right. And that's it's metal like as fuck, Yeah, right? it's like American Dirty Blues, but he's from London. All right. He topped the American charts a week after like releasing it, but it's a fantastic record. Okay. And that's what I've been listening to lately. But he is uh, Also the owner of Chapman Guitars as well. Um, So he's just an icon in different ways to me. But that's what I've been listening to. What would you say some of your favorite songs on the dark? Uh, In that particular EP, it would be Without a Doubt, Old for New. It's fantastic. And actually, Mm -hmm. he's got a music video coming out for that Monday. Oh, word. Yeah, he just announced. And uh, In the Sunshine was the first song that he released. That's
0: also a great one. Excellent. Um,
3: As far as Dorje... Mm-hmm. any all fucking them, thing yeah, all, of all, of all of them
0: they're all fucking fantastic they're oh, yeah. a solid group excellent yeah well dj what the hell you been listening to
2: let me pull it on the spotify list cuz Alex what have you been
0: listening to We'll come back to DJ (laughs) (laughs) What have I been listening to Um, An album that didn't make it into my top 3 Top 5 top 10 whatever of the year That we did last episode uh, That Mike Williams turned me on to It still wouldn't have been in the top Because I did a good bit of skipping Um, Hopefully Cap and I didn't pick the same one did we No I think I know what you're going with Because I I saw the look on your face I was like oh shit did we pick the same thing Um, I've I've
1: thought about this a little bit too anyway But go ahead (laughs) Yeah,
0: um, Hank Von Hell the original singer for Turbo Negro Uh, He has his first uh, solo record that came out, and not every song on there is a hit, I'll say that now, Um, but... If you like the classic Turbo Negro of like All My Friends Are Dead, Prince of the Rodeo, uh, Rock Your ass, um, mm, yeah. rock oh, yeah. ass. Rock Against Ass. Rock Against Ass. With I the thought bionic there was a, oh, I was thinking of Super Suckers, Rock Your right. Ass. Right. Bionic <laughs> penis. With the bionic penis. That's damn right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't seen nothing shit. You <laughs> seen a flaming bottle. <laughs> <a flaming> <laughs> uh, favorite songs on there, Pretty Decent Exposure and Bomb Walk Chic. Uh, both of those just ooze classic Turbo Negro and... There's other good ones on there Like uh, Too High Uh, I recently started digging on that one But the rest of it I don't know, maybe I'm just too judgy, but I, I skip a lot of it, but the but the songs that are on there are quality enough to take a listen to, if that makes any sense. It's like, you gotta weed through the bullshit to find the gems. <laughs> he's doing
1: a tour of the states here, He's doing a quick little
0: run over here in the next uh, couple of months, I think. Yes, he is, and I do believe, I may be getting it wrong, and if I do have it wrong, I'm sorry, but I do believe he's playing in Atlanta and the Buzzards of Fuzz are opening. Buzzards of Fuzz, I think Against the Grain, I think a Rippin' Production is putting it on. That's what I thought, yeah, a yeah. Rippin' Production, they had a recent episode with Jackson on the Scoped podcast. That was hilarious if you hadn't listened to it yet. <laughs> um, and there's basically some of the guys from um, Buzzers the Fuzz, and they're doing their own production company now. And yep, they so do a little should. interview with Jackson. So plug for both of them. Uh, definitely check it out and look up their shit and get booking with okay, them, y'all. So, yeah, what so you well, listening to, so, DJ?
2: Um, one is Vicarious Which is a band We have recently played with they're- I actually plugged them Last time I was You on- did We're gonna That's plug right. them again Because we need to plug them With the Bionic Penis yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Nah they're They're really good musicians are, Like all three of them Are really good um, listen to them a lot And Tosca and Dorje So Tosca is just Dorje without Rob Chapman yeah, it's Okay Progressive metal group it's Word They're Great. so fucking good They're <laughs> so fucking good
0: Right on. Word. What's some of your favorite ah. songs on that?
2: No, not cap yet. Calm
0: well, you down. You uh, ain't uh, done which yet, one? man. Of which, which of the
2: uh, like of, of, of all of them? Yeah. Uh, probably
3: "Flotation Device" by Vicarious. Yes. Okay. Dude,
2: <laughs> great stuff. Excellent mm.
0: Off that, the album vicarious. Well listeners
3: better check that one out We um, can do a vicarious fill-ins And Walburn show That'd that be. Exactly. We'll make it happen um, We just need a drummer
0: <laughs> I'm here damn it! Hey. <laughs> You're not fair <laughs> um, Also another song you guys should
2: check out Is called Simply Jazz By Tenacious D Ooh yes. yes It's 11 minutes Of non-stop jazz
3: Can we play like a few seconds of it?
0: We'll play a few seconds of it Right now <laughs> Yeah And we're back! <laughs>
1: Holy shit, that was awesome!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jungle. No, guys, uh, definitely check that out. Captain Nun, what you been listening to, sir?
1: Well, you spoke of a ripping production earlier, and I believe they're presenting this band's Atlanta date on their uh, tour that got announced the other day. I've been uh, since it got announced, I've been real excited and went back into their catalog. Called, band called Lucifer out of Sweden. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Featuring one Nick Anderson playing drums and not guitar and singing. <laughs> Awesome. Nice. And And uh, his wife fronts the band uh, that almost has a uh, Black Sabbath "Master of Reality" era feel oh, to it. Oh, nice. damn. Yeah. yeah you're really... trying to get
0: me to go to that. I'm,
1: so, I mean, I'll, so I'll probably go anyway.
2: When you say "masters of reality," like, do they record like with like subpar recording equipment?
1: I mean, yeah, the mix is a little <laughs> rough, but the guitar tones are uh, no, very like, like, similar.
2: Like, let's take. <laughs> out I know my, it. Let's take out my iPhone three and record this, please.
1: That's why I love that <laughs> record, though.
0: That is all- actually, side note, as we're wrapping up here, uh, kind of ending it again on a music note, production, does that make or break an album with you guys?
2: Definitely
0: can. Not Master of Reality, though.
2: But that's a different story.
0: Okay, let's say a classic album. Uh, one of one of them I'll pull two. Maybe you guys know it. Uh, I'll pull Kiss. Hotter Than Hell, their yeah. second album. Yeah. That's extremely muddy. That's extremely just like... <sighs> sounding. So... Would that make or break the album simply because the production isn't
3: 100%? See, I want to bring up the Misfits. Okay, bring up the Misfits. Okay, because I grew up listening to a lot of Misfits. Right. And my dad had this CD of, fuck, dude, I don't know, like 50, 60 fucking Misfits songs. Yeah. So many. They're all like two and a half minutes. (laughs) But they're all, it sounds like somebody literally hit a fucking voice recorder in a garage and Mm -hmm. just recorded music. And I love the rawness of that. Right. But... You know, being 19 years old, growing up with smartphones and the new technology, I Mm -hmm. do enjoy um, a lot of the clear, boomy
0: bass, Mm -hmm. just really nice. So when you go and record. For yourself, for your own band, mm-hmm. do you take into account? Do you think of you know? Oh, I want this amount of produced polishness, and I want this amount of raw, or is it just a wherever it leads? Or do you try to keep it as clean as possible? Specifically
3: for the Walburns, yeah. I feel like the performance is very important. Okay. okay. Um, well, performance. performance was, okay. Well, what I, what, I, what I mean by that, I guess it all depends on the producer you're working with, and, and, and there are different methods of you're how the they producer. record. Yeah, what if you were the producer? If what would you I do? were the producer, I... Don't make them think that
0: much. Uh, yeah,
3: you're making me think that much. <laughs> if I were the I'm producer... I'm asking though, you about you will your own eventually band. If someone asked me that,
0: band. If someone asked me that question, I, I could easily answer to,
3: If I it. wanted to produce my own band, I yeah. would want it
0: to sound as great as I can possibly make it. Right. So what I'm saying is, so with the wall burns... <laughs> yeah. there's the the different versions, producer. Right. When you're going for it, are you wanting that very slick, clean sound that you're talking about that you enjoy uh, from current recordings or do you want to look for a certain amount of rawness or a bit of lo fi that you enjoy from older recordings when you go in for the burns which are you kind of preferring because here I'll help you out since I said I can answer the question. Who fighters or misfits? So like when, the, okay. when we go and record I don't like, uh, even though Steve still makes us play with a click, I still like us being able to play all together. Right. Because there's a certain groove, there's a certain vibe you're going to get mm-hmm. from a drummer just sitting there playing something versus you playing it with everyone. Yeah. Um. And through that, you may get a little bit of mic bleed. But I like that because that adds a little bit of the genuineness, and you're not going to get that if every track is plugged in through the computer and completely isolated. Yeah. So there's maybe your bit more of a slick production that you're talking about Whereas, you know, with the older production, you could get some bleed through or, you know, maybe the drums were, you know, a half a beat off, you know, for a yeah. millisecond, but he kicks right back in. And we but, notice that but they probably the meant musicians. to do it. You well, know, if, even if they say it was an accident, maybe yeah. we all notice it, but it's going to be something that, OK, listen to those old recordings. They're not yeah. perfect. Uh-huh. So those little changes in it add to the song. You yeah. Know? If you're doing the super produced shit that goes away. Well, it's kind of like? A, OK. The recording can be completely different
3: each time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I kind of, I'm like anything goes right. in that way. I want it to be like the best performance you can possibly capture. You don't mind matter. adding bells I mean, and whistles if you have no, to. No, absolutely not. I think that if if you want, if you hear something and you want it in there, try it. If yeah. It doesn't work. Take it out. You know. Ah, and, and back I, in the day when you were doing analog recording with tape and stuff like that, you couldn't do that shit. Yeah. You know, it was like a hit the button. Don't fuck up. Get it right. <laughs> and exactly, it was like you ha- you have to get it that first time. Right. So we're kind of fortunate as hell to have all these. <laughs> okay, I fucked up. I'm gonna go back and make it really perfect.
0: Right. Fuck that. I think you you're know, still like focusing the, on the performance aspect. I'm talking on a producing aspect, on sound <sighs> quality, what you're listening to, what when when the people download your music. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. You, you've already done the hard work. What I've, they're listening to, do you want them to be reminded of something of a newer production? Do you want them to be reminded of something of an older production? That's what I'm getting okay. at, sir. I completely... I, I, the sorry. band and, the, and yeah. the your performance is going to yeah. be there. Yeah. Yeah. But and you're not I, wrong but already, either. But I, even with my example. yeah. So like, you know, yes, so we're it's, still recording this is, this digitally. Is how I want
3: people to view my music. Exactly. I would like people to understand that I come from a very like... 80s 70s kind of background okay there so we I go did, i did grow up with listening to a lot of different music mm-hmm. uh, examples would be misfits to like later foo fighters mm-hmm. and hell there was the 80s thing there for a while you know def leppard i i got cultured on a lot of different oh, stuff yeah. you know you got some musical so, education yeah, man. yeah and so uh, then getting into high school you know all my friends i started getting into a little bit more like mellow type music like indie kind of uh City and Color is a great example. Dallas right, Green, right? he's a fantastic songwriter. So you kind of like through. the
0: production of those records and that's the kind yeah. of thing you're wanting to I, put I across. I different music and right. different
3: kind of uh, ways people record music is mm-hmm. a good example. Yeah. So uh, I guess, okay, to answer your question, now that I can finally <laughs> fucking understand, hopefully we can make some edits because that's <laughs> terrible. No, all of that. Like, yeah. Anyways, to answer your question, I really get a kick out of royal blood right and, the, and their quality how mm-hmm. thick and mm-hmm. how just you hear it and you know what it is you know right. the band um, but I also like that classic hit a button and go raw where it's more like tone oriented so, and everything too. Uh losing right. signal to me mm-hmm. it sounds a, a lot like Ballsy and and uh, kind of reminds me almost uh, with the way it's kind of
0: eq'd a little mm-hmm.
3: thrashy. You know? See, here we go. That's yeah. what I'm yeah, looking yeah. for. So, You're okay, yeah. so maybe
0: I need to speak right. in eqing.
3: Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, like, as far as the sound goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. excellent. Uh, now, See, there com- we go. We got to it. Compared to the EP, <laughs> yeah. uh, compared to the EP, uh-huh. uh, I think that the songs, so the songs have a lot to do with it too. Mm-hmm. The way that we we write them, and and with this EP, I've wanted to gather four to five songs that I feel. Go and tell a story, almost Ooh, in a way, not okay. conceptual, but kind of go together. <laughs> not conceptual.
0: We're do not do a concept album. We're not quite we, yeah. we almost did one. <laughs> we almost did one. I'm gonna need
3: some time to think about it, but I have thought a lot about that kind of stuff. Maybe too much. Anyway, but, my favorite yeah. tracks off of Lucifer yeah. One are Fuck Cap,
1: Morning Star, Totally Clips. Sorry, Cap. <laughs> Check <laughs> out <laughs> Lucifer One, y'all. <laughs>
2: He sounded so sad. He's like he's like, you know what, I'm just gonna like interrupt these guys because I've been sitting here for fifteen minutes and I have checked it I'm on so my watch. So oh,
1: I'm
3: just fun. giving everybody shit. <laughs>
2: My name Trey.
0: Well, guys, I think this has been an awesome episode of the Something Good For You podcast. I'm a
3: terrible listener. We've all learned that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, you're a terrible understander. <laughs> Honestly, I'm terrible at a Because DJ of kept looking
0: at it. We kept looking at each other a few times like, come on. Yeah, you <laughs> totally understood where I was coming from. Yeah. Well, I was
4: yeah, because <laughs> this was gold. I was like, Let,
0: let's roll with this. This is yeah. great. Well, i bolting the training wheels off of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, fellas, uh, this goes for you in the room and anyone else out there listening. If you got something good to share with us, yes. definitely throw the hashtag something good for you on there. It's just the name of the show without the dashes. It's really easy, ladies and gentlemen. It's not you, Y-O-U. It's just Y-A. Does miss- anybody misspell Walburn so far? <laughs>
3: Uh I just yeah, get I just Steve.
0: get people to try and
3: spell it. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Steve making so, a misspelling so doesn't Steve, count. So
2: originally the the sabbath thing was originally called slack babbath yes yeah and he changed it like two other times yeah it's now it's like remembering so the sabbath he was putting like my like biography on there and he misspelled the He spelled like w-a-l-b-u-r-n-s like, like, like mr burns like, like mr burns uh... and i just went, and we were like yeah I was, I was like well let me see the spelling of that first before you put it out there he goes yeah okay it gets to it is wrong i'm like steve <laughs>
0: I was going to say, Steve making a misspelling. We love him. Love you, Steve. He doesn't listen to these anyway, but still. Yeah. Learn <laughs> so his spell, like, he he knows. He knows. We, we give him a little bit of shit for it. But, Steve, if you are hearing this and you want to say something to these young whippersnappers, you can also give us a phone call. <laughs> yeah, you've got one- both our numbers, man. No, just call the hotline. You can yeah. give us a call at 513 463 7439. 513 463 SGFY. Oh, yeah. see? I was that, proud ooh, of that. that. Man. Uh huh. You're good. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, as I mentioned, it's been a great episode. Uh, just cap, I got one question for you. What's that? Do you have an outro for us? Uh, Yeah, check out the Walburns. They're on Spotify on the Something Good For You playlist. And they're at the end of this episode, which is going to play right now. Kick it!
3: Am I a. Uh... But am I down? Hold your ground in front of me I told you once and I'll tell you again There's a beast, a little beast Buried deep inside of me
2: Just hold, man, it down, yeah. hold it down, hold it down. It's, it's
3: like holy cow, cow. holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really?
1: Check check out Alex's uh white devil uh Jim Carrey haircut in this photo. Oh nice your hair was like coming apart Very the entire nice. time. Oh god. <laughs> Very, <nice.
0: laughs> Very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That was fun as hell, guys. Yeah.
1: Fuck yeah, man. This has been another amazing production from the cult of Dave. Podcast.
2: Network. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.